He kai ke akuringa. There is food at the end of my hands. He te iwi nau mai haere mai ki tēnei hōtaka a Te Ahikā, ko Maraia Rakuraku Ahau. Ko Justin Murray Ahau, you're with Te Ahikā, our show exploring Te Ao Māori, or the Māori world. So sit back and relax for the next hour. Before we profile one of the Māori world's more vocal and proactive advocates of Te Reo Māori, Te Wharihuia Mulroy, Justine, you were in Nelson recently. I was visiting an area that has been set aside specifically for the burial of placenta, or what we call whenua, Mariah. Right, and you met Andrea Vincent, the architect of the whole thing, and it brought up some pretty significant cultural questions for Māori nera. Well, in in the early stages, we've talked of it for a number of years, actually, and because there are a few iwi in the um, Whakatū area, then it was always going to take a little bit of um, working through. The Nelson City Council have iwi representatives on the council, so we worked with the council and iwi through um, for this area, and, and it all came together quite easily, really, because they also could um, see that uh, you know there was a number of Māori families who um, may not yet identify with uh, their own iwi. Andrea Vincent, she's coming up a little later on Tiahika with Israeli Boaz Rowan, husband to the late Lindell Rowan, who, with Andrea, came up with the original concept for the Fenua plot. That's what's coming up this week on Tiahika. The waiata you can hear is from Te Karu, a kapahaka team from the Eastern Bay of Plenty Township, Ruatoki, the hometown of Te Wharehuia Mōroi. They were singing in support of the Tūhoe Pākeke when he was awarded Te Tohu Aroha, Mongoi Kumerua Pewhairangi from the Māori Board of Creative New Zealand, Te Wakatoi. For his contribution towards Te Reo Māori development, which when you look over his lifetime has been pretty extensive. But funnily enough, Mariah, and he would say this himself, is tied in with everything he does, whether that's his work for the Waitangi Tribunal, Te Tauraferi Te Reo Māori, the Māori Language Commission, teacher of Te Reo of, of an elite Te Reo Māori course, Panekiretanga. It seems wherever Te Reo Māori has shown innovation, their Wharehuia Mōroi is there at the forefront. And now we're back to that kumara thing again, Justine. Aira, e e rika, where it's not for a person to talk about themselves, but for someone else to. So kick back and relax for the next half hour or so as we learn more about Te Wharehuia Mōroi. No E mōhi o tia whānui tia ana tēnei o ngā pau, tēnei o ngā kraua. <coughs> e tēnā moka, e tēnā piko, pito o te whenua huri noa o tira huri noa te ao. <coughs> Kāre he kōrero tuatu i tēnei, he tohunga, he pūkenga, he tangata ko tūturutia i roto i to tātau reo rangatira. Kei te whare, ko te hunga ka whiwhi i te tohu, aroha, e whakamamaharatia nei a ngoingoi kumaro pewhairangi i tēnei tau, te tau rua mano mā iwa. Iwa, tēnā, 
E tūrā mō tēnea o ngā ahorangi, ko kaha nei, ko whakapaukaha, ko whakaheke werawera mō te aha e ora tonu nei tō tātau reo i tēnei rā. Tēnā, Dr. Te Wharehuia Milroy! Ahinga I haere mai nei tēnei pō, i te tautoko, i te kaupapa i whakatakotori āi. E te wakatoi, hei whakanui, i te hunga, e tikana, e riteana, e whakawhiwhia ke nei taonga. Karau e mōhio, nā ku te pātai te rangi nei, ko wai ngā kai whiriwhiri, i ngā mea whakawhiwhiana ki e nei tohu. I runga i taku whakaaro. Parātua no ngā tāngatae, mōhiwa nāu, e tika ke ana ki a whakawhiwhia ki e nei tohu. Kua hua whiwhiwhiare taku ārero. Nā te mea he pai no ngā Sauvignon Blanc ata. Ahuano, koutou watatu mai tēnei pō, tēnā rā koutou. I haere mai koutou ki te tautoko i a koutou i whakawhiwhia e ki ngā taonga, e whakawhiwhia e rāni ki ngā taonga i tēnei pō. Ka mihi atu ki a koutou, ka mihi atu ki te hunga e whakawhiwhia ana i tēnei pō ki ngā taonga i whakarotia e te wakatoi hei tuku ki a rātau. He wehemotu hake tēnei i ngā tohu e uhia ana ki runga i era o tātau e ki a nei, he sir, he dame, he harane. He tohu anō era i whakarohia i mō rātau. Engari i tēnei pō e titiroke ana ki te taha Māori, ki te taha wairu arotoi a tātau mai. Nā reira, e te wakatoi, te nā koutou, nā koutou tēnei āhuatanga i whakarite, i whiriwhiri, i tatu mai ai, ngā kanohi o te motu ki konei tēnei pō, ki te tautoko i te hunga e whakawhiwhia ana. E mihia tūna ki ngā tamariki i whakawhiwhia ai, ngā tamariki me o rātau karahipi, ko enei ngā kanohi o ngā rā ka tū mai ā pōpō, E ki ana te kōrero a te pākeha, 
Penana the Kororo at the Park, and Mark or no bear for Kamali. And I got the Kororo at the Park, ha, a peniana. It's fine to have recollections of the past, but wisdom comes from being able to prepare opportunities for the future. And we are thinking of our young ones this evening who've been awarded scholarships in order that they can continue their efforts and their interests into the future. Our role as people here is to set examples for those of us who are yet to come on to the stage, who are yet to be born, and who are yet to lead our people. So, um, Iritana I mentioned Dame Iritana because um, if you want examples, and I know she's got her, to, her tohu last year because I went up to Haiwiti to see her being uh, presented with her tawa. But I, I'd like to mention Iritana because it's that sort of dedication, which is the dedication to our whānau, to our kohangareo, that ensures that there is a future for us Māori uh, in this day and age and into the future as well. The second person I'd like to, to mention is Chris Finlayson. Not because the national government has come in, but because he shares with us, I think, an empathy and a sympathy for our kopapa as Māori people. Um, and when our claims go through to the tribunal and then from the tribunal's recommendations to the minister, um, we ought to take a pause and think about the difficulty that's placed 
on the minister and determining what decisions he has to make. So, uh, Chris Finlayson, then I work with that Michael Denipo. I know, I know, Chris, that you are intimately involved with Wakatoi. And I hope that this evening uh, consolidates for you the importance of Wakatoi is to all of our people throughout the whole of New Zealand. And that you will continue uh, in Parliament as a government to support Wakatoi and assist Wakatoi in ensuring that the positives are accentuated and the negatives are eliminated. I'm getting carried away. Uh, and, and lastly, to everyone, to all the whānau that are here, bless you. And this is actually the manifestation of what we talk about when we say mā te whānau e whakatoronga pakiaka ki roto i te whenua. Kia tifua i te rākau o te ao Māori, ki te kore ngā pakiaka, ka hinga te rākau ki raro. Ki te kore tātau e whakatikatika, e tiritiri i te oneone o, o te rākau rā, ka mate te rākau. Nā reira, kui a tātau kaupapa o te ao Māori, ki a tātau tonu o te ao Māori e noho ake nei tēnei pō, ki ngā whanaunga, ki ngā hoa, and all you Pākehā friends who've come here this evening, my congratulations. And let me again say congratulations to everyone else who has been able to receive or been chosen to receive an award this evening. My last comments are to the whānau arua taupare. I had uh, some considerable period of time have been associated with Ngoingoi Kumeroa Pefairangi, a woman who I admired for a lo very long period of time. And uh, I, I really admired that, that lady for her drive, for her dedication and her commitment to things Māori, be it Ruatopare Māori, but Māori. And it was important as well that the beginnings of the Atarangi, the movement of the Atarangi, was one that Ngoingoi Pefarangi was intimately connected with. And uh, may I, on behalf of all language Nazis, <laughs> say to you that one of the more effective language movements in Aotearoa at this time is Te Atarangi, because that's the movement that goes out to the grassroots level and deals with our people at the grassroots level. 
For I congratulate you. Maori Wananga, I congratulate you. But it's at the grassroots level that we want to start from, and it's at the grassroots level that the Atarangi begins to feed Atamarikia Mokopuna. So, in terms of the long term life of our Maori language, Kaidoto Yoko Tori Gariga Kaita Maori. Aretake to what to get to Pakia. え、and I'm glad that Potemara uh, didn't read out what he was supposed to read out because I guess I would have got a pasting. However, the Fariwia Moroi, the recipient of Te Tohu Aroha Monoi Kumero Pifairangi. The award from Te Wakatoi, the Māori Board of Creative New Zealand, that recognises an individual's contribution to strengthening te reo Māori. Because of his broad knowledge of things Māori in the education, te reo and tikana field, Te Fariwia Moroi has served on the Waitangi Tribunal and the Māori Language Commission. He's also been called upon to commentate on current events and issues impacting on Māoridom. His upbringing immersed in tikana and te reo Māori is illustrated here. Ko te, ko te karakia nei, ko te tau nei, uh, e ai rā ki he tahi e ki a ke nei he tau parapara, hoi no mākoe ki atu he tau tēnei, he tau tēnei, he momo karakia tēnei, e karakia tiana. I runga i ngā mea whakaurua tuana ki roto i ngā whare wānanga, o tira e harai te mea kua kai te noho tapu tonu te, te ahua o te karakia nei, uh, i tēnei wā hoki ka taea e tātau te hari I roto i te ahua o ngā whakahaere, o ngā wānanga, o ngā kōrero wānanga, o ngā kōrero whakawhiti-whiti whakāro. Ko te karakia he i karakia tia ki runga i ngā tāngata e whakauruana ki roto i ngā whare wānanga i tēnei wā e karakia tiana mō tātau kotoa mō te tokomaha. Nō reira ko e tahi wāhanga o te karakia kua takahuri ae au ki a hāngai mai ki a tātau ki teiwi. Uh, nā reira, koe ni nuake pea he whakamara mai tēnei wā mā ngā kupu tonu rātau hei uh, kawetu ki ngā kaiwhakarongo mai o te karakia nei. Ahoi uh, eno, uh, koe ia tēnei ko te tau nei. Tēnei au te tauake nei taku tau he tau nā ngā tuaiho he tau nā ngā whatukura he tau nā ngā tahura. Tēnei tō aro te tūruki atu nei, tēnei tō pia te whano atu nei. Tēnei tō tāura te whakamau atu nei ki tō aro, ko tō aro ko taku aro, ko tō manawanguha ko taku manawa, ko tō manawa pore ko taku manawa, ko tō manawa nui ko taku manawa, ka whakapau ki tēnei iwi e i o matua e i. Tēnei au he uri uri nō ngā tua iho, tēnei au he heke heke ngā iho nō ngā tawhito, tēnei au he aro nō ngā tipua, Tēnei au he piariki nō ngā parangi e ruatau e i. Tēnei au tō aro he aro tawhito, 
he arono o ngā patahurangi, he arono o ngā pārangi. Ka whakamau atu nei, ka whakapiri atu nei, ka whakatata atu nei, e nei o iwi ki ngā tipua, ki ngā atua, ki ngā whatukura. Ki ngā mārei kura, ki ngā kahurangi, he tahi to hurunuku, he tahi to hururangi. A whitia mai tā maua mai ki e nei iwi, ki aropiri mai ki tēnei tāura, ki tēnei pia, ki tēnei ariki, ki tēnei tama, ei... Tēnei au tūruki mai o maharatai, ahua ho tūruki mai o maharatipua ki tēnei iwi. Tūruki mai o maharawhatukura ki tēnei iwi. Tūruki mai o maharapatua o ngārangi. Ki au ki e nei ki tauira ki e nei iwi ki e nei tāngata. Tūruki mai o maharapoutiri au ki e nei tāngata. Kaea, kaea ki e nei iwi kaea. Tēnei au heurutu, heurutau, heurumatua ki a koe i a mātaka kāe i. Tā maua i roto o tō pia, tā maua i roto o enei iwi, tā maua i roto i enei tama, tā maua i roto i enei hine. Tā maua i roto i te pū mahara, tā maua i te ihotu, i te ihotaketake, i te iho i te pū, i te weu i enei tauira. Tā maua kita, tā maua fita, fita, fita. Ki e nei iwi, ki e nei tauira, ki e nei pia, ki e nei tama, ki e nei hine, tihei Māori ora. For years, Te Wharehuia has shaped students as a lecturer at Waikato University as he's slowly risen through the academic ranks. In a recording from 1992, he talks about a hui held at Tūranga Waiwai Marae in Kirikiriro, Hamilton. The purpose of the hui was to assess the status of Te Wharewānanga o Waikato in strengthening the education of Māori. Ko te kaupapa o taku kōrero i tēnei wā, he kōrero i te ahua o te hui e tūana ki roto o tūranga waewae, i roto i ngā rā o te tekau mārua, o te tekau mātoru o hōngoingoi, a o hūraerā ki tērā o ngāreo. Ko te kaupapa o te hui nei, he whaka kotahi mai i ngā iwi, i ngā rūnanga iwi, ki a tūtaki me te wāhanga o te whare wānanga e pāna ki ngā mahiranga hau ki ngā kaupapa Māori, ki te wāhanga o te whare wānanga e pāna ki te ako o te reo, ki etahi atu anō o ngā kaimahi o roto i te whare wānanga nei, ngā horangi, tai atu hoki, ki te whare takiura o roto kirikiriroa nei. Te rāpea tōna wā e whakakotahi hiai e nei kaupapa erua, arā te whare wānanga waikato me te whare takiura o kirikiriroa. Kia haere ana i raro i te maru kotahi, kia mahia ngā mahi i roto i te kotahi o ngā whakaaro. Nā reira, ko te hui, kua karangahia nei, he te tiro, Mā ngā iwi, mā te whare wānanga hoki, me te whare takiura, me pēhea e tae ai te whakaari, te whakāhua i ngā whakaaro, i ngā wawata i ngā tūmanako, o ngā iwi Māori, a kamutu e tae ai i roto i te mea ka pau te kaha o te whare wānanga o te whare takiura ki te whakahaere i era wawata ki a tutuki ai hoki. Nā reira, e tūana, kua karangatia ngā iwi, ngā waha kōrero o roto i ngā iwi, kia haere mai ki te whakapua ki o rātau whakaaro. 
ko te mea nui kē oro toi te hui nei i tōku mōhio ka tahi anō ka karangatia tēnei mōmō hui i roto i ngā tau ka pahure. He mea tuatahi tēnei, a he mea nui hoki i runga tunu i te ia o ngā mahi e mahi ana i te wānei o ngā kōrero o ngā whakāro e rereana. Anā reira, e mihia keana ki ngā kai whakahaere ki a tainui tonu mō rātau i te tiro whānui ki te tōmai i ngā i ngā iwi me te whare wānanga kia kotahi i te wāhi kotahi a ki te kōrerorero i ngā kaupapa nei. Tērā hoki e kitea he whakaaro koe tō tēnā rohe whakaaro koe tō tēnā rohe whakaaro koe tō tēnā rohe mō te ahua o ngā mahi e hia hia tiana eia kia mahia mō te ora o te iwi mō te ora hoki o ngā taitamariki o ngā mokopuna i enei wā a i ngā rākai te tūmai hoki. Nā reira Ko te tūmanako, ka hua mai i roto i te hui nei, e tahi āhuatanga, e tae ai te whakatū, e tēnā wāhanga, e tēnā wāhanga. Ka mutu, ka kitea te kanohi Māori i roto i te whare wānanga, a i roto i te whare takiura hoki o tēnei rohe. Mea ngā whakaaro Māori e tae ana te whakaari te whakātu atu, ki te hunga kai waho e tūmaina. Kia koreai e noho, wehe motu hake te whare wānanga i runga i tērā kōrero nā, He whare koe iwi noaiho a kōna tāngata he wairua ka reki te ana i roto i te tokomaha. Me he mea e tae ana e te hui nei, te whakatutuki i enei whakaaro e ki te ai te wairua Māori i roto i ngā whakahaere a te whare wānanga a te whare takiura. A mātua i tērā, mā te wā e whakatipu mai i roto i enei mahi e tahi atu a huatanga e tae ai te ki, ae tūturu, he whare wānanga tēnei i runga i tāte Māori te tiro, kaua i te whare wānanga i tāte Pākehā anake. Nō reira e te iwi e whakamōhio nō atu ki a koutou i tēnei āhuatanga kua tū ki roto tainui nei me te mihi ake ki te iwi i whakāroa ki ai rātau, mā rātau hei whaiwhai ake. Ke ki te ai ngā whakāro, kaua o tēnei whare wānanga anake, engari o ngā whare wānanga o te motu. O tira kia takotoa i he tauira ki ngā whare wānanga o te motu katoa, kia kaua he whakarerea te iwi Māori ki waho, engari kia noho tonu i runga i te whakaaro kua huake i roto i ngā kōrero o te tiriti o Waitangi, ko ia tēnei ko tō tātau tino rangatiratanga. Nō reira e te iwi, tēnā koutou katoa. Kia ora mai te rangatira, Professor Te Wharehuia Milroy, tērā me tōna kōrero. And for photos from the award ceremony, you can head to radionz.co.nz. Negotiate yourself around the website and you'll find Te Ahikā under the Māori and Pacific tab. That's T-E-A-H-I-K-A-A. And the Flash Airs Gallery of Photos. During pregnancy, it's the placenta between the unborn baby and the mother that provides nourishment and sustenance. Māori refer to the placenta as the whenua, which is also the kupu Māori for land. According to Hedini Mokomid in his book, Tikana Māori, The whenua is the medium between the mother and child, suckering a new life. 
After birth, the whenua is land, such as the whānau. The two whenua are similar, both are real. Whenua as placenta allows a fetus to become a baby, with all the potential to become a strong adult. Whenua as land sees that person develop and grow, make their contribution to society, and then be born into the spirit world. It makes sense that the whenua as placenta should be returned to whenua as land and deposited within the bosom of the earth mother, Papatuanuku. So is what he's saying that whenua, the placenta, and whenua, the land, represent the same thing? They nurture, feed, and sustain a person. That's pretty much it. And by burying the whenua placenta into whenua land, it maintains a relationship between that person and the land where it is buried, which in my case, Maraia, where I'm from, Pauranga Moana, we usually bury the whenua in our urupa or cemetery. And for me, in Waimana, in, in areas in Wairua, there are specially designated places where the whenua is buried, separate to the urupa, like under a tree, under a rock. So, for us, we're lucky we have the option of burying the whenua in our tribal lands so our babies linked to those lands are strengthened or with the proviso, they will eventually be buried there when they die. Well, with the proviso that they have the choice, they can be buried there, eh? So, what does that mean for all the whenua that disappeared down hospital plug holes or incinerated in fires? Because it would be fair to say this whole burying whenua and the whenua is a pretty recent thing, eh? And what happens when you don't whakapapa to a place where you place your baby's whenua? Does that tie them, the baby, to that land forever? And does it create problems with local iwi? Those are just some of the questions Justine put to Andrea Vincent, current chairperson of the Midwives Association, whom alongside the Nelson City Council and with support of the local iwi, has set up the nation's first council reserve plot for burying the whenua, which was officially opened back in June. The Bradford track leads up to a hill and I'm about to track up the mountain with Andrea Vincent, who is the chairwoman of the Nelson uh, College of Midwives. <laughs> we had wet weekend after wet weekend, so... So this is a nice day to be trekking up. It's a good day. Is there a name of this mountain, um, Andrea? I'm not sure if it's got a, um, a Māori name, actually. It's just always referred to as the centre of New Zealand. Centre of New Zealand. And um, <laughs> we were a little bit um, uh, missed when we really got down to it, because we were, you know, being a Nelsonian, I always understood it was the geographical centre of New Zealand. Like on a map, it, on when the, you yeah, yeah. place a dot there, it is actually the centre of New Zealand. Yeah, but I think it was more, um, you know, uh, European ancestors that were sitting in London and went, oh yeah, that's the, <laughs> the centre of New Zealand. <laughs> in reality, the um, I think the geographical centre is actually... Um, a few kilometres south of here. Okay. <laughs> how long does it take to get up to the area? Well, it depends how fast you walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which isn't going to be fast. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure we're on this track, but um, previously from the other side it takes about 10, 15 minutes. Yep. Oh. <laughs> it is a bit uh, vertical, isn't it? So grateful I bought my running shoes. <laughs> yeah. Not my heels. 
exercise for the day. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. We come out onto this nice wee clearing here that looks up towards the um, the Maitai Valley, and the entrance way to our planting area. Uh, we have two large rimu that we planted. One was planted by local iwi and the other was planted by New Zealand College of Midwives who this year celebrate 20 years of existence and so we thought it was um, quite appropriate that iwi and New Zealand College of Midwives stand over this area in the form of two big rimu hopefully when they grow. So in terms of iwi um Andrea, what, what kind of input did, did they have in this Fenua plot? Well, in in the early stages, we've talked of it for a number of years, actually, and because there are a few iwi in the um, Whakatū area, then it was always going to take a little bit of um, working through. But actually... Um, in the end, we we put it over to some um, the representatives of Iwi, and there's the Nelson City Council have Iwi representatives on the council. So we worked with the council and Iwi through through the council um, for this area, and um, and and it all came together quite easily, really, because they also could um, see that uh, you know there was a number of Maori families who have rental accommodation around Nelson who um, may not yet identify with uh, their own iwi in in various well, areas. They're living in Nelson, and they're living in Nelson. Yeah. yeah, I mean some some North Island Maori will um, you know freeze their placentas and take them back when Vanau are going back to uh, their own iwi, but. Um, but there were a number of families. So on my travels, I've been a midwife for 20 years, and and 17 of those have been, you know, out in the community in Nelson um, as a self-employed caseloading midwife. And and families that I would come back to time again, they still had, you know, their fenor in the in the uh, freezer, and they were never meant to be buried in the freezer. They were meant to be returned to the fenor land. Mm. So. Um, so it was when uh, our midwife Lindell Gabai Rowan, who um, at 41 didn't wake up a couple of years ago, and um, she was uh, she passed a, away. She, she died. Yeah, she was a, a home birth midwife who was um, very much respected and honoured the Fenua, as in Fenua placenta and Fenua land of Aotearoa and um, in association with Māori customs exactly exactly and so as a as a we all have been really over the especially the last 10 years um, certainly back in the 1980s when I first started midwifery we we never thought to even ask whānau whether they want to keep their, their whenua um, is it because whereas, nobody informed you? Or? Well, yeah, a little bit of that, yeah, really, and just pure ignorance. And so, and I can remember some arguments, you know, in some areas around uh, New Zealand where uh, Fano would have, you know, quite a um, a job to even get their whenua, you know, to, to take home with them. So we have changed a lot, and certainly 
uh, Namaya midwives, which are our Māori midwives in New Zealand, and um, New Zealand College of Midwives have our own kaumātua. Mina Timatumu is, um, is our kaumātua. And between um, Mina and Namaya and a number of others, they have gifted us with uh, the Tūranga Kopapa Māori cultural training and uh, for all midwives and health professionals. And what does that involve, um, Andrea? Well, that involves a, um, a understanding Māori custom, understanding um, <coughs> understanding uh, whānau and um, how best to express it, really. Māori uh, tikanga involved yeah, with whenua. Yeah, because, absolutely. Like, for example, well, and yeah. around birth and pregnancy also, you know. Because it's um, a very tapu, absolutely, sacred Absolutely. State. And so it, and we, we feel really honoured to be gifted with that and entrusted with that. But we realised a number of years ago that um, it was going to be many years before we had um, a significant number of Māori midwives that, you know, could um, could share that knowledge with whānau. And so it was important that we all take that on and offer it. But there's a, a lot of um, European families as well who also cannot bring themselves to throw out placenta. Or incinerate them. They're incinerate, that's right. Mm. And I've just been doing, um, you know, 20 years ago when I first came back to Nelson, uh, one of the older midwives at the time and I were going back over birthplaces around uh, Nelson. And the, back in the 1920s, there was a lot of private nursing homes. You know, women didn't go to hospital. Uh, Māori families, their husbands, birthed their babies. You know, the whenua would have been returned to the earth. I mean, where else would they have put them? And um, and and it may not have been with any great ceremony, but they would have been rightfully returned to the earth. So it was only when in 1930s um, birth moved to hospital um, that suddenly... Uh, Fenua also got lost and became incinerated and so we're just really going full circle now and returning returning um, Fenua where they should be. In your 20 years experiences as a midwife have you worked with young or Māori mothers who haven't been back to their original place of birth say the their iwi in the North Island or down south that have been in Nelson for years and years and years, and um, the decision to bury their whenua, the, the placenta, here in Nelson, or, or in this very plot we're standing in. Well, sadly, some choose not to even bury it. Um, you know, they they go, oh, no, just throw it out. And it, and I feel, um, you know, this is where I think, as a um, as a Pakeha midwife, you know, I feel a little bit torn about you know teaching them their own because it's a decision uh, at the end yes, of the day. Yes, that's right. It? Yeah, their own customs, but um, but certainly um, we find it really difficult to throw any whenua out now. So we're 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 actually now we have this burial area. Um, the midwives in the region are actually asking parents, well, if you don't want to um, bury the placenta yourself, uh, would you mind if we do? And we are actually slowly collecting them up in one big freezer and, and we will have a huge planting day. Um, you know, once a year, uh, the city council um, will give us a... Um, the native plants, They because it's part of their revegetation um, program, they have to be of a certain quality and seed type um, for this area. So the city council are right behind this, and and they are providing the plants, which is even better. So a fenua is is, is buried, and then a native plant, plant goes on top, on top of, of them. 
Yes, and I know traditionally plants were never necessarily put on top of them, but we just thought it was um, it's more so these days that people do want to put a native plant on them. Mm. Mm. Now, Andrea, you spoke about um, you had heard of, of circumstances where some people would, would sneak up in the report, would sneak <laughs> up here and bury the placentas? Yeah. Well, we're just closing our ears to it actually at the moment because we have agreed with the, the City Council that um, that we should have an organised planting because they really don't want um, different species of plants up here that, that aren't from local seed. And most people do respect that. But um, but I'm sure there will be people leaving Nelson that that will come up here and um, do their own little planting when they know where the area is. Mm. And certainly, I'm just uh, this is the first time I've been up here in a few weeks because every weekend we've had rain. But I'm actually really gobsmacked at how these plants have just bolted. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's their fenua fertilizer that. <laughs> so everywhere yeah. we can see a so native plant growing is where fenua. Is where a fenua is, yeah, and the the. Um, the families can't mark them, yes, you know, with, plants with and... yes, yeah. But you know, most of them, there's other, you know, trees around that, um, and it will be changing. Like this is the first planting, so you get the undercover planting in first, and then there will be more of the big totara and beeches that will be planted at subsequent plantings. So, so it will always be the essence of those whenua in this area and Nelson Babies, the essence of Nelson Babies growing Nelson really in this region. So when you established this whenua placenta burial um, area, um, Andrea, was it June of this year? It was June of this year. Were there many Māori that attended that? Um, there was a few. Um, Nelson is fairly white, you know, and so um, there was a quite a good turnout of Māori actually. But And I think um, for many Māori family uh, of local iwi, they would have significant places of their own that they would probably also prefer to, to bury whenua, and they probably already have. Maybe their, their own... That's right, their um, own backyard. Yeah, that's right. So, and the marae is um, it is uh, just around the corner from here as Wakatu? well. The Wakatu, yeah. Mm. So, um, so there, you know, there's probably many whenua in that area as well. Well, I know there are. So during that consultation process you spoke earlier about with um, yourselves and council and um, Nelson Iwi, um, were there any negative feedback about this? No, we, and we kind of expected it. Um, you know, we we were very treading very carefully in that we didn't want to offend Murray and in and, and that we were taking over... Um, a practice, a practice. Yeah, that's, that's really. right. That's right. Mm. And so, um, so we just left it open to them to come back to us, really. And um, and no, uh, in fact, it was the opposite. It's like when are you getting that fenwick planting area going? You know. So we were delighted, really, and um, and certainly we had a really good response. Um, it, it kind of all happened quite quickly once we realised actually there's no obstacles. <laughs> Then um, and the city council parks um, guys were really great. They just said, "Oh, we'll just make it happen now." And so we just picked a date which needed to be at the beginning of um, the planting season because it will get quite dry and it's this face is a little bit exposed. We didn't want to leave it until now to have that first planting, so it's had all the spring rain on it as well. Lindell Rowan was aged 41 when she died. 
During her life, she was committed to burying placenta in the land. It was in her memory that the burial plot was established. As Andrea and I are talking, Boaz Rowan, that's Lindell's husband, turns up at the site with water containing compost nutrients, or so he tells me. He then sprinkles this on the native tōtara dedicated to his wife. Hello. I don't want to disrupt the conversation. No, no, it's all right. There's a stop, stop button on it. <laughs> How are you? Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, we're just giving you a drink. No, no, this, this is, is just Kilda. Kilda. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I mean, okay. we just saw you come up and, and, and water yeah. the uh, tortara over there. That's right. That's right. I do that every so often. I, uh, it's uh, something that she would like. I mean, it's the juice of compost. <laughs> it's called bokashi, and it's incredible nourishment for... <laughs> Anything that grows in a plant way. That's why hers is a waste racing ahead of it. Yeah, it's growing and it's kind of tearing further. The things that holds it and it's nice and green. So, yeah, I I do that. That's Linda, yeah. Not sticking to the rules. Just do it. She was a midwife for, was it 13 years? Yeah. Yeah, and about, she yeah. must have been passionate about the job. Oh, look, I mean, some people are born to do something. And I think Lindell was. You can't just be a midwife just because it's... Uh, good money or it's good business or anything it's it's a hard yaka job it's not just the physical element of it and not sleeping and having no schedule really it's really something all hours of the night I would imagine night, all days no Christmas or holidays <laughs> you you do need to love what you do you really have to be connected to what you do and uh, I don't think midwives can be midwives for any other reason and if they do start that for any other reason, they don't probably last long enough no, in there. It's no. a, it's a very very just in, as just yeah. as birth is a, the biggest natural high woman yeah. uh, birthing will ever have. It's also for midwives. You yeah, know? it's um, sharing. Sh- it. yeah, yeah, sharing, and um, it, it's a real honour to be a part of that that um, whole process through pregnancy, birth, and afterwards, and be able to see that far now. You know. Transit to mm. to parenting and take off. It's just there's yeah. nothing, nothing greater. Yeah. The the um the first planting in back in June. It was just a beautiful, beautiful uh, winter's morning, and um, winter it, it was. Oh. I know, but it was beautiful. <laughs> you know, in Nelson, you get these crispy mornings, but then yes. the sun comes out. So that that was one of the other reasons why we left it a little bit later into the morning. Other than you know trying to get people up here at dawn would so have been you had about sixty people here with purple balloons, which is the colour of the College of Midwives. Co- College of Midwives. Yeah, so we laid the trail of purple balloons, and um, <laughs> and up came all the the buggies and prams and families, and um, there was about a hundred, I think we over a hundred, over hundred, yeah, about a hundred and twenty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty special. Yeah, yeah, but there were um, sixty fenua planted. We counted up on That's the right. on the day. Yes. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was, and there was um, a karakia from um, uh, Reverend Andy Joseph blessed the area, and um, and then we had a group of uh, Linda was in a um, a cultural choir, wasn't she? Yeah. And so the choir actually um, sang a couple of songs, you know, yeah. in remembrance of Lindell. It was just just beautiful. It was. 
and all these lovely families that you know we've looked after over the years all trapped up here it was just so nice to catch up with these children that are now running around and some of them had to even plant their own whenua <laughs> that's right so if we could talk about um if we could talk about Lindell at the moment yeah. um she i mean just reading the article she was an advocate for the whenua wasn't she in many ways yes it was an idea that she always had and she did it practically um quietly on many occasions she did plant some of them in our veggie patch in the homes and uh, some in the gardens all our children's ones and have theirs buried under a special tree and uh, every so often she uh, would just bring quietly to a place like that and uh, would plant some yeah, I think there's already Fenua that Lindell uh, might have uh, buried on the centre of New Zealand. So yeah, 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 she did. She did those quietly. <laughs> yeah, she did. Gorilla style operations. Undercover sister. Undercover eh? sister. <laughs> yeah. Spotlight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the idea was always in her mind to create a space or to to do something like that. And then, of course, after she passed away, um, Andrea, Andrea, God bless her, she uh, chipped through it and uh, made it all happen eventually, which it did in the beginning of June. Yes. It was yeah. in a very, very special way. And Andy, was it Andy? Uh, yeah, Andy Joseph. Yeah, Andy Joseph said that it was uh, a first in New Zealand as such because it is a, it is a Maori custom, really, to uh, to do so. But uh, And it's not classically the same. I mean, not all the Fenoas here uh, come from that piece of land, really. But uh, well, yeah. the fact is that it comes back to the land and nourishes it and have trees growing on it. It's just quite amazing. Guys, can I ask where you're from? I'm Israeli. Israeli? Yeah. I mean, what's your your, your, your viewpoint on, on that practice of, of the Fenua planning to go, returning back to the, the Fenua, the land? I think I think it's a very powerful thing. Uh, in my culture or in my faith, um, well, it's not my faith because I'm not a practicing Jew, but there is no concept of that it's all considered unholy and should be discarded. Just like a body of a dead person considered is considered unholy and should be buried as fast as possible because Jewish do not permit cremations. I personally, uh, with the Maoris on this one, <laughs> I, really, I really have a lot of uh, respect for, you know, write down recycling. It's what happens, what happens in nat- nature. And, you know, the Tibetans have something that is called uh, sky burials when someone has died it's not necessarily to burn the body but if they live in a in a remote place they just take the body to the mountain and leave it there for the birds and the the wild animal to consume to get nourished by it and to give seeds and birth to to new generation of animals and creatures that will in their turn die and be eaten. And I think that the Fenua or the placentas being buried and acting as as nourishment for trees. I mean, you can't get more mm. recycling than that, really. I mean, it, it's maybe recycling is a bit of a rough term to use, but it's it's a very powerful custom, and I'm I'm really. I really have a lot of respect for that, and uh, I only got to know about it more with my wife being a midwife and having so much respect for Maori culture and her own instinct to to just do things like that. She she couldn't bear the thought of incinerating mm. it or mm. chucking it away or something like that. She often would say that's that's 
the most complex yes, yes. life support it's mechanism. Tapu, sacred. It's tapu, exactly. And you cannot just treat it nonchalantly and chuck it. You don't chuck things like that. Some things you just don't chuck. There Dang is it. that... Um, um, the, the, the notion in, in Māori tikanga that when you um, have a baby and, uh, the, the, and, and the whenua is returned to the, the, the place of birth. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if a Nelson mother has had a baby here, the whenua would be perhaps taken to her iwi, whether that's somewhere else yeah. other than Nelson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, we have whenua here that's got kore whakapapa or no genealogy ties to this area. Yeah. I think... A stranger, we, we, essentially. Yeah, in 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 my view, uh, I know that the Maori protocol and the Maori custom is very uh, specific, and uh, uh, for a Maori person, that would be uh, you know the thing to do. I feel, as you said, there are there are whenua here that are not part of the of the land or, or are not tanga te whenua as such, but um, all the same. There is a place here which is available to be used and it's it's sacred in my eyes. Without titles, without any big signs, uh, I'm glad it's not a tapu. I'm glad it's not a place that people cannot come and all the rest of the... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd love to see this place being used, you know, just like a walkway. And uh, I often come and sit by the tree that was allocated to my wife. And, hmm. and uh, for me, for me, the... The idea that this is a place where people can come and leave some of themselves, uh, or mothers in particular, uh, the beginning of their child, you know, that's what started it all, uh, to just have a place allocated for it to be rest, to, to put to rest and not to be chucked and mistreated. Guys, can I ask where you're from? I'm Israeli. Israeli? Yeah. I mean, what's your, 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 your viewpoint on, on that practice of, of the Fenua planning to go, returning back to the, the Fenua, the land? I think... It's a very powerful thing. Kia ora kōrua, Andrea Vincent, a midwife of 20 plus years, and Israeli Boaz Rowan, the husband of the late Lyndall Rowan, talking about the first council-owned whenua or placenta burial plot. And for photos of the opening day, please head to our website, radionz.co.nz, where there's a photo gallery. I'm Justine Murray. And I'm Maraia Rakaraku, and this is Te Ahika, and while you're at the website, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter which will tell you what and who is coming up. Hey, may even be your whānau, may even be you. Anneira, <laughs> a Robin Smith, you heard from him last week. He's back with his interpretation of this week's Whakatauki. That's what you heard at the beginning of the show and what it means to him when it comes to learning te reo Māori. Hei kai ke akuringa, there is food at the end of my hands. Well, I, I think it's uh, uh, opened my eyes and opened my life to uh, some a new culture that I'd I'd heard about often, often re- read about, and so on. But uh, now I feel I'm beginning to share in it and it, it is a, a, a great experience for a Pākehā like me to, to have this uh, wonderful privilege of, of sharing in this the culture of another people. 
A few kaupapa Māori has been happening around the Mutsu. Last night it was the Koanga Festival where Te Wakahuia, Whangaramai Tawhiti and Te Kapahaka o Te Whanua Apanui performed in Wellington for a bit of a whakangahau, that's entertainment. And today Māori market wound up after three full-on days. That's the event showcasing Māori art. And this upcoming Friday, the 16th of October, it's the Māori Language Awards where organisations are acknowledged by Te Tauruwhiri i Te Reo Māori, the Māori Language Commission, for what they did during Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori, Māori Language Week. And what's coming up next week, Justine? Known for his novels, Bully Basher, The Matriarch, The Dream Swimmer, and short story collections, The New Net Goes Fishing, and Ponamu Ponamu. We're profiling writer Witihi Maira. Koera na kaupapa a te wiki. He mihi nui ki ngā kai kōrero me ngā kai whakahaere tapu-tapu a te ahikā. Hoki mai anō, hei te rawiki. Mauri ora! Who talk?